You know, a lot of people say that before you come down to this earthly plane, you kind of tell the universe what you want to experience and what you'll learn, and then everything kind of falls around you in that way. Apparently, what I did is turn to the universe and go, hey, I want to have all the struggles of a woman of color, but none of the good things. Like, give me thin lips. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. I've been so bad lately, and I know you've all noticed because I've been getting a lot of DMs and a lot of tweets. One of them really got me good because someone had to ask, like, yo, are you doing okay, like, emotionally and spiritually because you're so inconsistent with your episodes? <laughs> Man, I'm sorry I made you worry. I'm absolutely okay. I'm just a piece of shit. I'm like those shits where you wipe and it just never stops. And <laughs> I am forever sorry for this. Perfect timing for me to introduce myself. I am your host. My name is Nadia Favor. Welcome to another episode of Cut the Foreplay. Today we're going to do things a little bit differently. Number one, I want to say things that are on my mind that I saw on the interwebs that I want to discuss. Number two, we're going to survey a group of women and find out why women aren't having enough orgasms. Let's start here. Let us start the journey here. Ah, yes! When it comes to inconsistency, nobody is as bad as this guy. Some dude named Mr. Francis Muthua. Whoa, whoa, wee, whoa, 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 wee, whoa. This guy is a piece of work, I'll tell you. Apparently, I'm going to give you the really shit version because I don't want to have to read through the article. <laughs> if you want real journalism, get the fuck fuck off my page. So, in 1968, this dude is in Ushago with his family, his six uh, kids and his wife, and he decides, I don't want this shit, man. I want to fly solo dolo. So he leaves and doesn't tell a goddamn soul. When he gets to the other side, he tries to start up a bunch of businesses that doesn't work out, and then he gets married and has one kid, and then his business actually works out for just a brief moment because he ends up spending all his money on alcohol. And his wife leaves him, and his kid doesn't stay by his side, so he decides, you know what, I'm gonna go back to my old family so 51 years later homeboy makes his way there by wait for it wait for it wait for it having to go to the police station and beg a cop for money what level of destitute do you have to be to beg a cop for anything in this great nation of kenya <laughs> The whole community throws a big party for him because they're like, he's back. This must be the wonderful thing about being a man. You let go of all your responsibilities. You come back 51 years later and everyone's still celebrating you. God, this is probably why you guys can fall asleep so fast. You don't have any actual problems. And I went to look at a picture of him because I was like, maybe he's all that in a bag of potato chips, but she's way cuter. He's punching above his weight. He's all wrinkled and she doesn't look a day over 73. Girl, pfft. If you want a more stable life, at me. I'm gonna give you my number right now. We can make this work. Sidebar, why isn't Rascal Flatts life is a highway? Not on like radio anymore. I'm so pissed about that. What a banger gets me super uplifted. Speaking of bangers, the woman that's uh, responsible for literally almost all the greatest things that have ever happened to music, Whitney Houston. And I know you're like, what could be an update about Whitney because she's not alive? You know what? <laughs> Good one. 
But according to Rolling Stone, she pretty much is because the upcoming Whitney Houston hologram tour is here and it's going to kick off in early 2020, which is three months away, by the way. I didn't sign up for this roller coaster of a life. How is that possible? Man, this really skeezes me out, but um, uh, it's called An Evening with Whitney and it launches January 23rd, 2020 in Mexico and wraps up April 3rd in Minsk. Of course, there's American dates somewhere in there switzerland germany austria denmark norway sweden all the rest of the places not kenya <laughs> it's gonna have all the bangers i will always love you i want to dance with somebody and the greatest love of all obviously these are all wonderful tunes but this is fucking weird have you not seen black mirror have you not seen ashley O? you probably haven't because that was a really shit season but i'm telling you things unfold that shouldn't i can't even breathe right now and then not in the nice way yeah of Christ compels you. You might ask why I'm talking about it if I don't really want to talk about it because it weirds me out because I want you to know this information but I just don't want to dive in too deeply and that is not a good segue for the next thing that I want to talk about because it's an American dude that drowned because he was trying to propose to his girlfriend underwater in Tanzania. Kevin Spacey. Not much lighter, but this is a thing that's happening right now. Now, an anonymous massage therapist who claims to have been sexually assaulted by Kevin Spacey has died according to a notice filed in court by the actor's attorney. The individual suing as John Doe filed claims in September 2018 with the allegations of being forced to grab the actor's genitals. Ew! Ooh, the thought of Kevin Spacey's dick. <laughs> Twice during a massage two years earlier at a private residence in Malibu in May, a federal judge in California allowed the case to move forward despite Spacey's objection that the plaintiff's identity was being shielded. Long story short, put the jargon aside, like, this person is dead now. And this is the second time it's happened. Last year, one of uh, Kevin Spacey's accusers also just... <laughs> coughed, just dead like it's nothing. Fuck nuts. Now that I've caught you up on all the semi-depressing and heartbreaking and strange things, here's something that's absolutely wonderful. First paralyzed person treated with stem cells regains his upper body movement. Yicka, yicka, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Number two. New sex dolls with coding errors are prone to violence, including strangling. Mm, where do I sign up? <laughs> but on the reels, yeah, you're wondering why these fucking AIs are trying to murder slave masters, aka the human race. It's because we're pieces of shit and there's some definitely some form of consciousness in those robot creatures and I don't want to fuck with that ever this is why every once in a while i tweet sophia that first robot lady and say i love you please don't hurt me when you guys take over you're laughing at me now but when that inevitable war comes you're gonna try and stay under my wing and ask for protection like we're in prison but i will trade you for cigarettes because you don't got loyalty and now for a brief commercial break <laughs> arnold schwarzenegger does my voiceovers apparently and there's also no commercial break. I don't know why I said that. To be fair, this is the perfect place to pause if you need a little bit of a break. Stretch your legs, get some water, hydrate that body of yours. Call your mom back if you need to. All right, dick. <laughs> 
Dick wrinkle. That's enough affection for me. I'm gonna start this off with a disclaimer because when it comes to talking about women, people get really sensitive because they're upset. And not the women. The men are upset. The men are upset that women are talking about why they're not having enough orgasms. That's the thing that will happen. So I'm gonna say this. Number one, an orgasm is not the most important part of a sexual interaction, but I am trying to highlight that there has to be some kind of symmetry, a give and take, a nice balance, and women are getting the short end of the stick, and that's not a euphemism for tiny dicks. Number two, I decided to survey a diverse group of women to tell me what they think is happening. People with different backgrounds, different experiences, different races, different genitals, sizes, and structures. I didn't personally look because that would have been weird, but I trust that they're different. Number three, the statistics are that women in heterosexual relationships are the ones that are not having the orgasm. So if we're using he, she, it does not mean them discriminating against you. If you're two ladies going at it, the likelihood of you not having an orgasm is actually quite slim. So feel happy that you're not being as included in this episode. Just stand by, watch, brush up on your skills, live your best, honey. Sidebar is watching an interview and this woman is wearing a top that said box eater. And <laughs> so good. So good. We're about to go Sherlock Holmes on some vaginas. In the left corner, we've got Catherine of Minnesota, a tiny lady with big opinions. <laughs> you thought I was going to say tits. <laughs> A tiny lady with big opinions, and uh, I've personally watched her murder a two-liter Coke, and that was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. And I've watched a man shit in a cup before. Katie, take it away, girl. All right, here are the reasons that women aren't having enough orgasms. Men are mechanical, and they see the world this way. So, of course, most of them see our bodies this way. They think it's an exchange of body parts that go back and forth and back and forth. They don't think of it as an act a play, a theater performance, where you have to build up and you have to have connection, whatever that might be, even if it's a one night stand. You have to have a climax and you have to have a proper ending. But men, no, they just see it as this equipment exchange. And that's super sexy if nobody's told you. I am 100% with you. The analogy that I often like to use is that sex is like being on a road trip with a partner and you gotta pack the right snacks and have some bomb-ass playlists. But a lot of men are just like gas pedal, bombing it down, trying to avoid rush hour traffic. They get to the destination and they kind of look over at the passenger seat and they're like, oh shit, I didn't know someone else was in the car with me. And you're sitting there completely disheveled, wondering what the fuck happened because you had just pressed play on a Britney Spears essential play and you haven't even gotten through half of baby one more time so i guess um to be honest <laughs> uh, very few casual partners in the last few years after my um, actual relationship man they just didn't give a f they just literally didn't give a shit i mean the last guy did not give a shit at all about any kind of getting me off or kind of oral satisfaction on my end it was just kind of like just go 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 few before that i mean they tried but i mean how far do you really want to call it trying like they felt like they did just what they had to do like what they kind of maybe see in like on you porn or porn hub like a little bit of you know here, there, blah, 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 la, 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 and they think that's good enough. Um... Fucking spoiler alert. No, it's not good enough. You can't come at me with like, so I peeped on Pornhub and there's this video that was like gangbang creep, pie, amateur, like point of view, blah, blah, blah. 
and then think that's going to solve whatever like issues that you're having with this one specific partner. It's absurd. Every guy I ever slept with thinks he's really good at sex, and I can tell you that is not true. So what happens is their overconfidence means that they don't ask any questions. Men, it'd be nice if you asked us a question about what feels good. Because honestly, that thing that you see in porn, you know, like where you're like rubbing their clit really fast and then suddenly they squirt out like two liters of water, that's not pleasant in real life. And it's really not realistic. So get over it, ask them questions. <laughs> I mean, truly best advice you could ever give someone. I want to expand on this twofold. Number one, communication is absolutely key. And number two is that we need to put aside what we think we know about sex because it's what's been placed on us. And someone named Wilma, who listens in on the show, often wrote in and was a full-on essay. And we have mirrored sentiments exactly. And she says what we need to do is stop romanticizing the vagina. And I motherfucking agree for many reasons because people, I think the narrative about the vagina is very silly because a lot of people are like, look a penis look a vagina they go together let's do that so much and then you're gonna feel good and it's not doesn't always work like that it's not that simple even if you look at it biologically the creator of the body was like hey hey look down here there's this thing where it has like a bajillion nerve endings touch that and then men are like look i have something that goes inside you let's do that <laughs> It doesn't make any sense like such a large percentage of women can't actually have an orgasm through penetration and we all know this yet we pretend it's not real because men are gonna feel really sad about their penises make this stop okay what i'm trying to say and i know this might be very difficult to hear is that the penis is relevant for intercourse but it is not crucial <laughs> I know your ears are bleeding. Twofold, we are at number two now. And what I would like to say is that communication is absolutely key. It's so... <laughs> You have to know your body before you can expect other people to know you. So what I'm saying is cancel your plans, stay in, put a mirror on your ceiling and go to town, my friend. You'd be surprised what your body's capable of that you were unaware of. I hope your insurance covers carpal tunnel. Hi, so I'm Sony of Sony Side Up and I'm here to give my opinion. Um, I'm no orgasming expert unless you're counting my own, but I feel like we need to be more comfortable and able to communicate what feels good for you. Because even in terms of a male orgasm, like, yeah, maybe it's a little bit easier to get the job done, but for each guy, probably something different feels better than the next thing. And, you know, depending on your, the day, your mood, you might want to get off in a particular way. So I think, first of all, we've got to be our best advocates for our own orgasms. We've got to be out there saying what feels good, what we want, where to touch, how to touch. Yeah. I mean, you know your own body best and you'd be the best person to dictate it. And then I think also in some cases, with some women, maybe you don't even really know and you need to like explore that on your own and by yourself and what does get you off. Um, but I think definitely having comfort in the bedroom with the, your partner, man or woman, is most important. Um, and just being able to communicate. Why we're not doing it more? I don't have a good answer because I feel like it should be a simple solution. Find somebody you're comfortable with, explain to them what you like and learn together.
So simple, so well put, yet so devastatingly unattainable solely because of these perceived limitations that come from ideologies that have been pulled out of people's assholes. So, so far we've covered a bunch of things. Uh, number one, less penis, more clit action. Number two, um, communicate both with your partner and with yourself. And I do want to expand on that because um, there are some women who struggle with orgasms because of sexual trauma or emotional trauma or any kind of baggage because obviously all the parts of your body are linked and some women naturally cannot have orgasms because they have a condition. You should see what works for you, and if it doesn't, see someone about it. There's no shame in the game, honey. Coming back to our homegirl Wilma's very thorough email, she said that normalizing sex conversations is paramount, and I absolutely agree. The only time that I'm going to pretend to be shy sexually is if it's for role-playing. Otherwise, man, just get it all out there. Sit and have a chat, have a glass of wine with your buddies and talk about it. If there's shame around something, you will never get pleasure out of doing it so rid yourself of it trust me you will be thankful secondly she said body positivity the illusion of a perfect body will lower your self-esteem and you're more likely to be faking orgasms and dishonest about your pleasure girl preach it there's an absolutely awful thing that happens when one woman fakes an orgasm your partner then goes on to sleep with other people later in life and uh, the same situation happens happen so your dissatisfaction is a million other women's sadness and i know and i know and i know and i know and i, and I know and i know okay that's where it's going <laughs> I was like, what song is that? And I know sometimes it can be difficult um, to look someone in the eye and say, hey, whatever the fuck you're doing is absolutely awful. Make it stop. But maybe if you sit down and have a chat with your girls, as I was saying earlier, you can find ways to, to, to cushion the blow and yet still be honest. Everything is a teachable moment. Plus, you know, if you keep that open mind and you actually did discover your body, you would be having a conversation not only with your girls, but with yourself. And you could then tell your partner, listen, an inch to the left, keep ramming that spot and you're going to take me all the way home. Never really thought I would be emotionally exhausted talking about orgasms, but the lack of them is actually giving me like a little bit of a dull ache in my chest. Guys, I just want you to have a good time. I truly hope you learned something from this. And if you didn't, I hope it served as a good refresher, having someone else reiterate it to you and you find ease in all of your sexual interactions. And Obvi, a huge thank you to all the beautiful, intelligent women that contributed to this episode. If you guys want to hear more of these, just at me. You know what my handles are, and if you don't, it's, it's not your favorite across all the socials. I'm going to organize a group meditation where a bunch of people just come together and manifest an abundance of orgasms for the collective. But plot twist, we're all sitting on top of a dryer when we do it. <laughs> <laughs>